Dan Mitchinson, US correspondent. Hi, Dan. Hi, Heather. Does it look to you like people just don't want to get any vaccines now? It feels that way. I mean, we've got this trifecta of viruses or or outbreak, COVID and the flu and RSV and the Biden administration today announced they're going to be allowing uh, families to apply for more free testing kits. And I I think doctors are just concerned that there's this fatigue going up uh, during the holidays. I mean, we're not paying attention to the symptoms. We're not masking up. We're not getting our flu shots. And we'll continue to see a spike in these cases, which we've seen really since since Thanksgiving and we're going into our winter over here and that's expected to go up. And even people like me that managed to, you know, to avoid COVID for, for three years by taking every precaution seem to be getting this. I don't know if this is a new strain or not, but you know, it's definitely coming back. So how many people are not getting the flu? Like what is the proportion of people getting the flu jab? Uh, Sorry, the jab, I mean, not the flu itself, but what's proportion come down on in terms of getting it? Well, it's interesting. We don't know for this season right now. What we do know, though, is that um, the flu seasons have been kind of mild for the past couple of years just because Mm -hmm. everybody's been indoors and masked up uh, and people let their guard down. And we've seen some of these lower cases because, uh, again, it just nobody was out. But what we're looking at right now is that I think doctors were hoping that that we would get, oh, maybe 70 percent of people you know, vaccinated. Um, yeah. But we're far below that right now. In fact, um, they've said, I think their annual flu shot each year, those people that have gotten that only half of the population has. And it's just it's kind of a tough sell. If we're honest with ourselves, there's just that burnout factor going on with everybody talking about it all the time and, mm. you know, being told to do it for the last two and a half or three years. What gives us the impression that jo- Jill Biden is now on board with her husband running for president for a second time? Well, it, 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 a lot of D.C. insiders have started talking, you know, uh, publicly and also off the record. Uh, and, and we know that she wasn't really on board with her, her husband running for a second term. I mean, he's getting up there in age and, and she's been by his side for, you know, his entire political or most of his political career, I should say. But it appears that since the midterm elections and Democrats had such a good showing during those midterm elections um, that she's saying, OK, I think we can do this. I'm, I'm going to catch my breath. I mean, she lost she's lost her voice. She's had health issues, you know, being on the road with her husband like this. But she's I think she's getting on board. What's interesting, just as she is saying this and just as it appears, Joe Biden is going to make some kind of announcement in the new year. There's a new CNN poll just out today that shows nearly 60 percent of Democrats and and the independents that are leaning towards voting Democrat. They don't want Joe Biden. They want somebody at the top of the ticket, someone else in 2024, just like Republicans, you know, 60 or 62 percent don't want Donald Trump running again. They want to see somebody else nominated. So yeah, but with the, whether with or the not Republicans... Biden is going to make that announcement and go forward, I mean, who can say? But right now it looks like, you know, that's the direction he's headed in. At least with the Republicans, Dan, they know who they want instead of Trump, right? They they want Ron DeSantis. Who do you want instead of Biden? Um, I honestly don't know. Um, yeah. there's, there's a very interesting... Uh, article I read today about Kamala Harris, uh, of course, you know, when you're vice president, I mean, it's assumed that that's going to be who the Democratic Party will throw most of their weight behind. But a lot of the Democrats don't like her. She had a disastrous run when she ran, you know, a couple of years ago. She hasn't made much of an impression as a vice president. And they're comparing her to the Democratic version of Dan Quayle. Yes, she's VP. But what's she done for the party? And could she win against Republicans? And right now, I don't think she'd have a chance against Ron DeSantis. How is the year, the word of the year, woman? What's going on here? Well, dictionary.com just announced that today, and it, it's it's woman. And uh, they're saying it's a prime example of the many gender terms undergoing shifts. And this is kind of, Heather, what people are scratching their heads over. The official definition is, and I've gotten written down here, it says an adult female person 
But during the announcement, uh, they were more cautious about it. They said, our selection as woman is word of the year reflects how the intersection of gender identity and language dominates the current cultural conversation and shapes much of our work as a dictionary. And I, I mean, it just it brings up this whole gender fluid and definition conversation that the country and the world's been having, I think, since this pandemic. You know, what do you call who and how people identify and the back and forth changes and, and the, the acceptance of, of a word like that? And, and what does it really mean these days? Because now it seems to have more than one meaning, doesn't it? Does it sound to you like Dictionary.com is not even sure about its own definition of woman anymore? I'm glad you're saying that. I agree. I agree. And and if you're an older generation that actually uses uh, a, a dictionary right now, I mean, this is something that I think will become an even bigger conversation topic <laughs> as we head into the new year. Because quite frankly, I don't know any younger kids, my own included, that really go to the dictionary anymore. Dan, thank you. It's wonderful to chat to you. Oh, I should say Merry Christmas to you. Merry Christmas to you and Happy New Year and enjoy your summer down there, you lucky person. (laughs) Thank you. That's a very good point, actually. Dan, thank you. Dan Mitchinson, U.S. correspondent. Enjoy your winter. One of the scariest things you can hear as a parent is quiet. But if you do get a little quiet time, have a listen to The Parenting Hangover. It's not scary at all. If I bump into a couple and they have a boy and they have a girl, and I'm like, oh, boy, girl, snip. You've got a boy. You've got a girl. Get the snip. You're done. You get to figure out what it's like raising a girl. You get to figure out what it's like raising a boy. Save yourself a shit ton of stress and money. You've got your perfect little family. The Parenting Hangover with Clinton Jordan. New episodes every Thursday on iHeartRadio or wherever you get your podcasts.